Welcome to the KISS FAQ Song Stories. In this series, we'll focus on the histories of some of KISS's best and least known songs. In this episode, I'm an Animal, released on KISS's Sonic Boom album in 2009. It's impossible to discuss this song without also mentioning its partner in crime, Feel Like Heaven. This song bears no relation to the early Frelly's Comet song that shares the same title, nor does it have anything to do with Vinnie Vincent's Animal. It follows similar character-based songs in Gene's catalog, such as Almost Human, Larger Than Life, War Machine, or as Paul later also describes, Strange Ways. Once the band unexpectedly announced that they would be recording their first full studio album since Psycho Circus in 1998, some fans questioned which Gene Simmons would show up at the Sonic Boom sessions. Would Gene write all new material for the album, or would he set his legendary ideas blender on high and piece together the resulting songs from previously discarded ideas? Interestingly, this song falls into both categories, but Gene may well have forgotten the histories of some of the lyrical ideas it contains over the years. Decades, really. The earliest musical seeds for I'm an Animal were planted in the late 1970s when Gene entered his closet with a four-track recorder and knocked out a pornographic hard rock Barry White opus demo titled Feel Like Heaven. It should be noted that the timeline of that version is unclear and could equally be a precursor or later goof. However, it was the version to unofficially circulate amongst collectors for many years. The circulating piece may simply be a fragment since it clocks in at just 90 seconds duration. On top of the rudimentary bed track, Gene delivers a disturbingly sultry, or at least his version of sultry vocal. He promises to make the muse it sung to feel special and hilariously, or not, depending on one's perspective, it ends with a steamingly vulgar triple X rated ad-lib that was the thing of legends in collector's circles, at least when everyone was younger. to 1978-79 and the idea has developed further. This song has the more traditional structure of verse, chorus, verse. Musically, the early demos are built on a drum drops loop and bass. Drum drops was the 1970s precursor to drum machines that provided musicians beats to back their song ideas and song development. One such sample, off the 1978 Volume 1 collection, called the Funk Rock Beat, seems a close match to the backing on this demo. 
If correct, that would make David Krieger the indirect drummer on the demo. Other instrumentation was provided via a single octave children's synthesizer that Gene also later used to write War Machine. By this time, Gene has the song's vocal melody fully figured out, but it's still a bass and drum heavy demo with the occasional synth flourishes. He's also dialed back on the sexy voice, and now sounds much less like one of the bad guys that he often portrayed on TV and in movies during the 1980s. Moving forward to the pre-elder sessions of January and February 1981, this song was one of the three tracks recorded by KISS during the sessions starting at Ace's home studio in Wilton, Connecticut. Those tracks were then finished at Penny Lane Studios in New York City prior to Bob Ezrin taking over what was known as the KISS 17 project. Unlike Deadly Weapons, a guitar solo was never overdubbed onto the bed 24-track recordings. When asked about the rude demo during an interview with Tim McFate, engineer co-producer Rob Freeman recalled, I believe the version you're referring to was Gene's original demo recorded in his bedroom closet 4-track studio. There again, we lack specific details, particularly with Gene's vault version being released in 2018. Therefore, Rob could be referencing either of the presumed earlier recordings. Whatever the case, while the song would be fully kissified, it was not transformed into a heavy metal or even hard rock piece, indicative of the initial issues the band were having following up the unmasked album. With prominent Paul Stanley backing vocals, but also an impressive bass line, it straddles a fine line between the sound of what Vinnie Poncia might have produced had the song been recorded for Unmasked. It almost sounds like Gene's response to Paul's I Was Made For Loving You from the Dynasty album. It's complete with falsetto accent vocals and is pretty much a dance rock track. Rob Freeman later also told Tim McFate, the 24-track version I recorded with the band was a smoking dance rock recreation of that demo, but with perfectly civilized lyrics, it was, as you say, a proper track. Gene played bass on all the tracks, but he might have added a guitar part on Feel Like Heaven. I have a fond recollection of a well-known studio percussionist, likely the late great Jimmy Malin, stopping by to overdub a shaker and a backward cymbal on Feel Like Heaven. Jimmy was a session-playing guru, having previously provided percussion on both Kiss and Wicked Lester recordings. By late 1981 or early 1982, the song had come to the attention of Vinnie Poncia, who was producing Peter Criss's third solo album, Let Me Rock You, which was being recorded at Conway Recording Studios in Los Angeles. The recording of Peter's demo version does circulate, but it only very slightly from the version that he would record for the album in January and February. While that album sank without a site or a domestic US release, it would be one of his few solo songs to be performed live, in this case, it was part of Balls of Fire set during the summer of 1986, during Peter's very short tenure with that band.
Fast forward to 2007-2008 and KISS were working at Conway on their new studio album and recordings with engineer and co-producer Greg Collins. While other studios were also used for the recording of Sonic Boom, the Conway connection is mildly amusing within the context of Feel Like Heaven's Rebirth as the brooding I'm an Animal. I'm an Animal came together while KISS was on the road in Rio de Janeiro during April 2009. The creation of the song was a team effort with both Tommy Thayer and Paul Stanley contributing to its creation, though perhaps unwittingly Gene recycled the melody and the lyrics from that long-forgotten song. The character of the lyrics substantially and nearly completely replaced the dance track music with a more turgid dirge. Tommy and Paul recounted the song's creation in Sonic Boom promotional material for the European distributor Roadrunner Records. We were in uh, Rio de Janeiro in uh, my hotel room, Paul, Gene, and I with our guitars. And it was funny because we didn't have guitars really uh, that we carry around when we travel, so we, we took three of his breakaway guitars and uh, we were strumming those. But anyway, um, you know, again, we were trying to, this day we were thinking, let's, you know, we got to come up with a, a great classic Gene Simmons song, you know, and, and uh, you know, so started with the riff, Paul had this riff, and, and uh, you know, we're trying to make it kind of zeppelin, zeppelin-y, but kind of moody and a little darker, and, and you know, you know, harken back to some of the stuff like Strange Ways and things like that from uh, early on. And all of a sudden, we had this cool song. Uh, had the chorus, everything, melodies, but we couldn't figure out what to do in the chorus, what what it was going to be about. It so was, yeah, it was funny because there we are in the studio, literally doing the lead vocal, and we don't have the chorus. And as in great teamwork and in a great band Tommy comes in and goes I've got it, I'm an animal and uh, you know, we, we put together the chorus from that and again, without that it would have been a really good song, but the payoff wouldn't have been as great so um, once again when everybody works for the betterment of the band everybody shines There are no hand claps or happy beats but an essence of the original remains Let's compare the first verses of Peter's and Kiss's later recordings. I can make your heart pound, you can feel the beat. I can make the earthquake, I'm beneath your feet. I can start you burning like no other man. I can make you feel like heaven, yes I can. When you feel my arms, can you feel your heart? Other lyrical elements appear elsewhere in the song. The second verse of Animal is based on the third verse of Feel Like Heaven. Let's listen to those.
there the similarities end. While there is clearly some recycling, the differences between the two songs are significant, though not enough to prevent a few double takes from die-hard fans when first hearing I'm an Animal in 2009. Gene doesn't seem to have spoken on the matter, but it's not beyond the realm of possibility that the lyrics simply showed up in one of his idea books and were reused, or echoes of the melody came back to him. And anyway, it really doesn't matter, as not that many people would have bought Peter Chris's Let Me Rock You. While there were three singles from the Sonic Boom album, all were Paul Stanley compositions. However, I'm an Animal was the third song from the album added to the band's live set. It debuted on opening night of the band's Sonic Boom Over Europe tour in Sheffield, England on May the 1st, 2010. While the song would be performed 70 times that year, it soon fell out of favor the following year and was dropped. As Gene told Metal Messiah Radio's Heavy Metal Thunder program in 2011, once you know who you are and how you breathe because every song is like an animal, you try and bring life to the song so it becomes real. But once you know who you are, it's easy to do. You just have to do what comes naturally, without thinking too much about it, without thinking what's popular, without thinking what a producer would do. You just do it the way you naturally do it. And perhaps that best sums up I'm an animal. Let me hear you say.